The following episode of the Comics and Crypto Podcast is for informational purposes only, and anything expressed by the hosts or their guests is solely their opinion. This podcast does not constitute financial advice, and anyone wishing to invest should seek their own independent financial or professional help. Have fun, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sean O'Hare, and I know comics. Hi, I'm Spencer Vogel, and I know crypto. Hi, I'm Kevin Lee Loader, and I don't know sh- This is the Comics and Crypto Podcast. Comics and Crypto Matt, hey! Hey, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, life's good. Life's good. I'm just excited to be on the, the podcast today. I, I, I it's, it's amazing what you guys do. I appreciate the education you provide. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks Thank so you. much. I'm loving your sign in the background. That marble sign is awesome. Is that lit in the background? Yeah, that's uh, Jim from Twisted Steel in uh, Fallon, Nevada. Um, wow. Just a wonderful, wonderful guy. He made that by hand. And uh, very talented. That's awesome. Wow, big shout out to him. And speaking of background, <laughs> what's your background? <laughs> what's your background as a, as a comic collector? Yeah, so back in the '90s, when thing when Valiant and Image were going crazy, and Superman was about to die, um, you know, my my dad after baseball games took me to the comic store, and sometimes I get baseball cards, but most of the time I I get comic books. That's awesome. And so you've been you've been collecting for a while. Yeah, I've been collecting for a long time, gone through many, many phases. I had hundreds and hundreds of comics. I know there's some guys who have thousands. Um, had that collection for about 20 years and then actually sold it all um, when I moved wow. from Florida here to Nevada. And I shouldn't say I sold it all. I kept my two most favorite comic books, Silver Surfer number 50 and uh, nice. the Hulk number 400. Um, those still are ungraded, still raw comics. But um, when I got here, I, I started taking a little bit different approach. I, I started focusing on historical brand emblems. After doing some research, the little emblems popped out. And in 2019, I created a new cataloging system called the Universal Comic Guide Catalog, which actually documented which of these brand emblems came first. And I've been working with CGC and CBCS and PGX and and really documenting this to preserve. I look at it as historical preservation. So I love that. That's awesome. And do you collect anything else outside of comics? Yeah, actually, you probably can't see it. It's right up there. Uh, <laughs> nineteen nineteen forties uh, World War II Jeep art. So I also manage uh-huh. the local Nevada Jeep Club. We've got about fifteen hundred members, and and that club keeps growing. So, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's fun to collect. I think just history in general, it kind of defines us as a culture. Um, there's a reason why these type of things are so popular. And um, and um, and one other element I can mention um, is a, a local museum here is going to be showcasing the first set of eight Marvel brand emblems. So finalized the the loan documentation today. So my goal with that set of, of Marvel brand emblems is to have that showcase the country. Literally, there's only four copies in the world. So um, wow. it's kind of nice um, to be able to showcase that for kids, you know, on school trips and get to go to the museum mm-hmm. and then get to see um, some iconic comics such as the first Marvel comic book ever in history with a Marvel brand logo. 
a Marvel wow. magazine right there. Um, literally, you can see on it. It says it says up here in the cor corner. Whoop! Little bright uh, first Marvel brand emblem and a first Marvel magazine logo. This the only. This was actually Stan Lee was the editor of this. Uh, this was the first comic, Willie's comic number five of this series. Mm -hmm. The comic before that is Ideal Comics number four, and they only put this logo on 30, 34 comics. So. This is actually a perfect transition to our topic today. Could you tell us a little bit about your discovery? Yeah, sure. So I was uh, I'd been looking at a lot of the different just golden age, his, you know, really historical comics. Um, like uh, Amazing Fantasy 15, uh, the first Amazing Spider-Man, um, Tales of Suspense number 39, the first Incredible Hulk. And I noticed the same thing. They all had the first MC logo. They had the, the MC logo on it. So the MC logo was first showcased on Journey into Mystery number 69. Now, the thing is funny, and it's I'm glad I'm on this show, there's only 50 of these. Nope, I take that back. There's 60 of these graded in the world. Um, and currently there's like four or five on eBay. Pretty affordable. But when you think mm -hmm. about it, um, from the stance of, say, Amazing Spider-Man number 300 that has like 30,000 graded. I mean, these this from 1961, this is the first comic book with the MC logo right there. And, and it's smudged. It's pushed together. All the other ones, they separated it. So in essence, the first one was a mistake. Mm. Um, but but literally, it was just going over comics and and finding these these emblems really rare, but um, just just fascinating because it was the comic companies who said these are important to us. And in the 1940s, there was an explosion in comics. Um, in the beginning, they did they didn't logo they didn't put logos. Um, it wasn't really until the 1940s and most of the companies, it wasn't until 44, 45 that they actually started differentiating themselves from, from one another. What was the process like of, you know, going back and identifying each of these brand emblems? Cause I, I imagine it was probably pretty difficult to find all this information. Yeah. So in the beginning, I, I started, I found a website called comics.org. Um, the information is relatively accurate, um, I had, I, I've probably done over a thousand hours of research on, wow. I just completed another 21 companies. So total I've documented now 35 different companies with over 75 first brand emblems. And I'd be honored to be able to show you guys what I have here. But yeah. to get back to your question with comics.org, I started organizing by date and then really going through and tracking they, they missed a lot of comics with the logos but they had a bunch of comics that had them so in essence i would write them all down then go into uh, the copyright office's database and write down all their their copyright dates and so the system the universal comic guide catalog system that i that i created is based off copyright as being the main uh, delineator, then publication date, and then alphabetical order. And, and that system is was validated by an archivist, Joshua Nunez in LA, and that is accurate to an academic standard. While working with CGC, they decided they wanted to go just with the LOC dates, the copyright dates, um, which is Matt Nelson's prerogative. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. He's yeah. the leader of the most 
uh, you know, renowned grading company in the world for comics. And so you're going to see that there's a few number one issues, um, such as uh, with uh, even this this uh, journey into mystery being the first MC logo, um, the same copyright date and the same publication date, Patsy Walker number ninety five uh, had that same those same dates, um, but the alphabetical order defines this clearly as the number one, and that's wow, that's validated for digital records, um, and it's it's validated from an academic standard. So um, it is it is what it is. I I just I know that using the Copyright Office and Comics.org to help kind of identify. Um, it, it, it made a world of a difference. Um, mm -hmm. and it was nice to kind of, it was nice for me. I felt like I was finding treasure. I was finding yeah. gold, you know, to be able to say I have the first Marvel comic in the world that has a Marvel logo. And there's literally 12 that I know of in the world. Um, yeah. that's pretty cool. And to be blessed to have multiple <laughs> copies Oh, this is, this is CBCS, and it yeah. says on it clearly from the collection of Matt Brubach. And they, I only submitted six comics. That was how important Wes Stefan thought this was was to That's put incredible. was to put from the collection of Matt Brubach. So um, I do have a copy coming from PGX, and the museum has asked me to provide a photo for the exhibit. And so what I'm going to do is have. CGC, CBCS, and PGX, oh, and that will, be, that will be the photo. Um, just because I feel like we're we're changing history, um, and and as Matt Nelson said, this truly is a new market driver, and I'm excited to be a part of it. And because I've always loved the comics industry, and um, you know, I'm not I, in my mind, I'm not an expert. I may be I may be an expert in the cataloging of this, but Matt Nelson's an expert. Wes Steffen's an expert, you know, Sean, you're an expert. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just honored to be a part of this. What was the experience like, I guess, working with Matt Nelson and CGC and, you know, all these grading companies, like what, what was it that, you know, got them so excited about this and, you know, make them want to, you know, change their labels for it. After I sent an email to CGC, I, I heard back pretty quickly from Matt Nelson and um, he quickly informed me that back in the nineties, he wrote an article on DC logos and the transition of the logos. And it was from that time, he was like, wow, this is fascinating. I really knew, I, I really wish I knew about the LOC dates. And we just hit it off immediately. It truly felt like kind of divine. You, you know, you have that experience where you're like, I'm hoping he gets it. Mm -hmm. You know, cause, cause obviously in comics, it's about first logo. I mean, it, it's been about first armors first appearances first cameos first villains i mean you name it, it's always about first i mean that's yeah. really what holds the values of these comics up so to be able to share with him um my passion um that i found with the brand emblems and for him to have that as well um he was very thankful for the information and and the fact that it was validated by an archivist i mean we're you know there's a lot of information and uh, this took years to compile. It was very, at, at times, I have to say, I mean, I sat down for months at a time going through stuff and then I'd find something else. I was like, what the heck? How'd that happen, you know? And so I'd like to say it's perfect, but I'm human. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think with Matt Nelson reviewing it, 
Wes Stefan reviewing it. Uh, Wes Stefan actually caught a really good mistake that I made. Oh, really? Uh, I give Wes, yeah, it was the third uh, comic book that had an Atlas Comics logo. Um, there's, there's actually a tie for third. And uh, for some reason, it's not, it's not anywhere that I, I, I'm just so glad I had him review it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so uh, um, I think they all received it very well. And, um, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So within each brand, I guess there's multiple firsts, right? That's kind of how it's set up. So, you know, you'll have the, or maybe not multiple first, but you'll have the first, second, and third uh, mm -hmm. of a specific logo, but then mm -hmm. that logo changes over time. And so as, as that logo changes over time, it then becomes a new first of the new logo, correct? Correct. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. And I can give you an example here. Mm -hmm. um, so I have the first Dell logo in history. Uh, this was uh, in 1942. There's literally only 20 of these graded in the world. Uh, this was a, a little emblem, the Dell publication emblem right there. This was actually four color comic number um uh, number 11, um, wash tubs. This was actually a bunch of comic strips. So this wasn't an original comic. This was just a reproduction of comic strips from the 1940s. Uh, and then, um, and then Dell switched to, um, Santa Claus funnies number two, which had a Dell magazine, a Dell magazine logo. That's the first Dell magazine logo. Literally there's six of these in the world. And this is the highest grade out of six. I think when we start talking about these different kind of comics, what I notice is, you know, there's a bunch of comics that have 30 or 40 or 50 um, 9.8s or 9.6s. I think in the future, if anyone can just get a hold of one of these, um, they're blessed. I, I really, I'll give you another example. Um, Terry Toons, number 17. It's the first Atlas Comics logo, blue logo. There's three of these in the world um, that are graded currently. Mm -hmm. And I found this the other day. So they you, you oh, nice. can find them. Um, this one looks good, uh, but the inside pages are roached. They, mm -hmm. they are bad. This one, uh, the highest grade in the world is a five. This one will grade out at probably a 5.5. So I'm wow. thinking I may, I may have found, because it's white pages. I'm shocked. Even though exactly. the other one, even though the other one looks better, um, it, this other copy I found has some smudges, but the inside is like brand new. It's really shocking. So where are you finding these right now? Where, where are you even looking? So I find them all over the place. Google kind, I mean, I like Google. Google's great. I typically go to eBay. That's been my, that's been my comic book place of choice. Heritage Auctions is really, really good. Um, and, and like I said, the first set of the eight Marvel brand emblems is, go is going to auction in June with Heritage Auctions. Oh, cool. um, I have no idea what it's going to sell for. I just know there's four sets in the world. CGC is about to come out with a video that documents the first 14 companies and 40 logos. Um, Matt Nelson nice. says it's in the queue. So I, I guess I'd say uh, now it's time to, to strike before, I guess, this information becomes more you know publicized it sounds, it sounds like a lot of people don't really know about this yet and, and once cgc starts promoting it once you have this big auction happening in june with heritage i think right. that's when kind of people start seeing the value of these things right oh 100 and if you if it's okay i'd like to show you there's Please. a couple books that you can that that your guests your viewers could could actually go get today um okay. one of them um is this copy of Bugs Bunny number 86. There's 15 copies in the world graded. 
It's the first gold key logo, first brand emblem of gold key. And there's 18 copies people can buy online for like 20 bucks. So it's insane. Wow. Like I, you know, I didn't want to, I, I want to promote this. I don't want to buy up everything in the market. So this yeah. is to me gold. <laughs> if you've got 20 bucks, this, you know, Bugs Bunny. I love it. Showtime because I play. Yeah. It's a cool cover. Yeah. And I just showtime. All right. Go get them boys. Um, <laughs> then there's, uh, let me see. Then there's two other ones. This is Valiant. So obviously Valiant's first logo. Wow. Um, oh, cool. Cap uh, Captain N, uh, Game Master, a number one. You can buy a seven grade right now on eBay for 70 bucks. So you can buy a 9.6 for 200 bucks, which I'm looking at. So maybe save that for me, please. Shouldn't have told um, us. <laughs> yeah. well, you guys can get it too. Ideally, I'd like the 9.8. There's not a lot of 9.8s. But this one, I think everyone already has because they're like a thousand copies graded. Mm -hmm. but, but this is the first image I logo that came out. Um, oh. And so I think the young blood number one, I think, I think they'll take off. And by the nice. way, Spawn number one is the second logo of the of that first eye image logo, and Got I'm it. starting to notice it um, because, as you know, um, McFarland just had a big signing, so everybody's having their stuff graded that's been signed, mm -hmm. and it all has the new logo information on oh, it. Oh, cool! Is, nice, which is pretty cool. And then this one, um, which is is just going to explode. There's only 15 copies of these in the world. Um, Uncle Scrooge. Number 281. Um, I don't think there's any more copies available on eBay. Um, but it's I because I, bu I bought the, I bought both of them. <laughs> and there you go. And, and <laughs> literally, literally 15, 15 copies in the world. Um, this is the first Marvel and Disney logo combined. Um, so I can't, I just I can't this is the hundredth anniversary of Disney. Like, I hope this podcast just blows up. I hope, <laughs> I hope you guys get to share this and showcase it. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun, you know, and who, who doesn't like Reese's pieces, you know, on oh, the nice. oh, that's a cool ad. Yeah. Nice little, nice little ad there. Um, and so, yeah, I think those comics, I think everybody could grab, everybody could grab them. They're up there except, uh, except, the um, marvel and disney logo so thanks spencer for that one yeah <laughs> you'll just have to let everybody yeah. know how much you sell it for that that's all <laughs> mm -hmm. of course it's and it's it's so interesting within comic books you know when comic books first started being graded you know first it was just about grading and then they found ways to differentiate value with newsstand variants prices canadian price variants we just had uh, ashley who's a, the head of comic strategy at at golden on our show mm -hmm. and he was talking about European variants, which he thinks are incredibly undervalued. And some of them yeah. possibly came up before the first prints in America. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here and I'm so happy that you're able to come on the podcast and enlighten us with this, because I think there's, there's tremendous opportunity and people are going to be really excited about it. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's, it's kind of one of the issues. So as I mentioned, I've documented combined 35 different company logos. I've already, penciled in 17 new additional logos that I'm working on. Wow. Um, it'll be months until that gets hammered out. But most of those are companies that are really Canadian companies. And it's hard to identify which, because their copyright system is different than ours. 
And so I'm working to try to figure out that because that's a great point, Sean. I would love to be able to see if that point is valid in regards to which comic came out first. Was it the Canadian version or was it the American version? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that uh, in regards to this is a part of my newest set that I just submitted to Matt Nelson for review. I already had it reviewed by the archivist um, that the DC bullet logo um, if you look at comics.org, the first one ends up being a Batman comic, but at least that's the image that they have, right? And if you look online, it doesn't exist. So what is that, right? And so I did a, a thorough research and found out that that was actually a reprint. And uh, there's very small reprint of it. Um, so that was not the first logo, uh, the DC Bullet logo. Um, and so those the kind of things I'm, I'm having to contest with, um, which, you know, pr to me, spending the time and being accurate is more valuable to the comic community um, than fine. just trying to rush something to market. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that benefits anybody. Definitely. Yeah. Especially if it's going on the label because people, people make decisions based off of that. So hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. If it's okay. Um, I have some, a few additional comics I'd like to show you. Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, please. All right. Um, so one of my favorites here is uh, Wilbur Comics number seven. Uh, there's 13 of these comics in the world graded, and this is the first Archie Comics logo in history. Oh, cool. um, and so um, it's it's really cool. It's kind of a combination of the uh, M M uh, MLJ comics. Uh, this was uh, really the that was the precursor. And uh, this is what we have now is the and Archie. So this is the first Archie Comics logo in history. Um, and just, just a really cool, really cool comic. Um, I'm lucky to have this in an eight. This was hard for me to find. Um, so I'm curious to see this. This will be a part of that Heritage Auction set. I actually nice. have the first, second, and third. The second uh, logo... Well, the second of this logo is Archie Comics number 19. And the third logo is Pep Comics uh, number 56. So that's the third. So it'll be the first, second, and third of the first uh, logo. Um, for, for everybody out there who isn't familiar with Archie, Archie's a really popular comic book, and especially mm -hmm. the first one. The first yeah. one especially sells for a really, really high premium. I mean, I think there's only 185. It's the highest grade, and it sold for like almost $200,000 back in 2011. So that gives people an idea of context of, of what it is you're just talking about right now, which is a really big deal. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, it's really hard to wrap my head around, you know, why me? That That's kind of what pops in my head, because I think you're right. I think once once the word gets out, first off, the rarity, you know, and then and then the historical significance in the comic world. Um, this one right here is Green uh, Hornet Comics, uh, number 30. This is the first harvey emblem harvey comics logo um it's a uh, harvey publication h uh with wings and eagles so uh, has the wings and the eagles and so um i think with yeah actually with cgc there they have this as one of three firsts so the second one which this these really in order with the Universal Comic Guide catalog would be one, two, and three. Um, but because of uh, just CGC going by the copyright tank, here's Nutty Comics, number four. 
Um, two in the world graded. I'm lucky to have one. I have one other one. I'm trying to put together a set, um, a, a complete set of Harvey to sell. Um, but this one's a 6.5. My other one is beyond roached. It would be lucky <laughs> to be a 0.5. Um, but it's just, to me, I look at it as the histor historical significance. Um, and then also you got the guy, tidy whities in the back. I mean, you can't that <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty solid. Um, and then the third one, which, um, classifies as the first as well is speed comics, number 43, um, a really cool robot robot cover. Um, you know, where we're going with AI and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to look back and just go, wow, those guys were so ahead of their time. Yeah. Um, the artists and, and to me, that's another, that's another element, I think, of, Another element of preserving the historical brand emblems is that it really is honoring the companies, the artists, um, and the writers. I mean, this 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 goes really deep, I think, into just the culture and uh, how these brands wanted to identify themselves. Mm -hmm. um, um, let me see. I have one more comic that is currently available on eBay that I wanted to show everyone. Georgie Comics. So this is the second. This is the second Marvel logo, Marvel Group. This is the second comic of the second logo. There's only 15 comics in the world that have this logo. Um, it's on eBay right now. You can buy it probably for, probably for about a hundred bucks. Nice, good tip. Thank you, gentlemen. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> and and Matt, if, if people want to reach out and had questions, want to contact you, what would be the best way to do that? I came to the conclusion that. I should probably do a five or 10 minute segment on each on each brand emblem. It's called the Logo Detective. So they could reach out to me on Facebook, um, send a, an email to the Logo Detective at gmail.com. Um, yeah. I do have the YouTube channel I just created. Uh, hopefully this will be the first video that gets up on that channel. Maybe I can drive you guys some additional traffic if, yeah. if I can get permission for that. That would be great. And then is the list publicly available for people to see right now of all the comics and you know what, where they fall? No. Yeah, not currently yet. it's not. So, so what I'm trying to do with the list of comics um, is I would like CGC to add it to their website. Uh, that way it's in, if I get run over by a bus and all these yeah. domains go down, um, then it's it's forever safe um, within the comic community. And so that way, any comic collector who would like to identify these, because originally that was one of my main focuses was I wanted to be able to bring awareness about these specific comics so that we could educate people about them. Um, I'm just trying to figure out the right way to do that. Um, the goal is to truly get it into the hands of everybody. How that happens um, I need to have a conversation with Matt Nelson, and uh, I do believe um, getting him on the same page um, and then getting CBCS and PGX will make sure that these comics forever hold their value. That's amazing. And have an Beautiful. endorsement from the, the, the literally the biggest uh, grading companies in the world. That's just, yeah, that's, and that's uh, fantastic. He kindly, uh, every, the back of every single one, he couldn't make it a collection, but he signed sticker on the back of oh, that's awesome i just put it in there that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool and yeah. one of the biggest things for us too that we love to to promote mm -hmm. is having an opportunity to invest something that's low level of entry but big potential upside and this is definitely in that category yeah. in our opinion not financial advice <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> yeah um 
I think there is there's there's one more comic I want to share. Is that all right? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, the first, actually two more. This is the first Charlton comic. Oh, cool. Nice. Logo, uh, Charlton Magazine, 1946. Uh, there's three in the world graded. So if you have one of these Jack in the Box comics, uh, number 11, um, this is this is going to be dramatically this is i think this this is in my mind i don't know why i just feel like this is going to be huge someday um and then there's only this is the second charlton comics this is uh racket squad in action number 10 and there's only three of these graded in the world so i would love to one day see these both up at 50 uh 50 comics graded and um so we can preserve these for the next generation thank you so much for coming on today matt and and we'll make sure to include all those links down in the details below for everybody. So including your email. So if they want to reach out and have any questions, they can do so. That's awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for yeah having me on. Absolutely. We look forward to having you yeah. on again. Awesome. Absolutely. Let's do it yeah. again. Awesome. See you, Matt. Yeah. Y'all be Bye, well. Matt. Bye for now.